VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hello? Oh my gosh, wait, is this? The world-famous gecko. This is a gecko. How are you? Is this Shay from Alabama? It sure is. What's uh, what's going on with you? You know, Gek, I've been having a little bit of an existential crisis lately. Um, okay. Something's been on my mind um, for a while, and I haven't talked to anybody about it. And I thought, who better to share it with than a gecko? So here I am. So I guess like the short version of the story is I kind of think my ex-boyfriend was like a cannibal, but like I'm not, I don't have like proof of that. But What is it that I'm makes right you believe now. that he is a cannibal? So let me just start kind of from the beginning, okay? So um, me and this ex, we were both, um, and we're both in medical school together. Um, really stand-up guy. You know, we were, like, kind of basically best friends all through undergrad of college leading up to that year of medical school. And um, last year, I, you know, we were just close friends, whatever. And, you know, he asked me out, whatever. Um, and within our relationship, he was, like, really into, like, fighting me. Um like on the ear, anywhere that I had like a lot of like fat, I guess, like my inner thighs or my stomach area to the point where it became like kind of like a big issue with the relationship because I would bleed and he would like enjoy like drinking the blood. Like it was so fucking weird. Like I don't know how to quite explain it. And I just thought it was like a weird like kink and I couldn't really tell any of like my med school friends because they were also like type A and like, you know, I don't know, just like really Southern-esque, you know, and I don't know. I just didn't really feel, like, comfortable talking to them about it, so I just kind of kept mm-hmm. it internal. And it just kind of got, like, really weird, and it just, it kind of grossed me out, but I just, I don't know, I was stupid, and I just, like, I was so stressed with school, I didn't really have time to, like, address it, so I just kept it going, whatever. And then one day, it was, like, Thanksgiving break, and we went to his parents' lake house, um, just like the two of us and we both got like super busted drunk like I don't think we've ever both been that drunk before (laughs) and we were just we're like really interested in like serial killers and stuff you know so we were just talking about like Ted Bundy and all this crap and we got on the topic of like um like cannibalism because I remember we read about this one guy who like was like on LSD and he just like ripped someone's face off you know so we were talking about that, and then, like, he jokingly was, well, I jokingly said, like, would you ever, like, eat me or something? And he's like, you know what? I'm so glad you brought it up because I've been wanting to for so long. And then I was drunk, and he was drunk, so I just kind of, like, laughed it off. But then he, like, goes to, like, detail, kind of telling me, like, how he would do it. And I don't know. At that point, I was kind of scared. Um, like he was telling me how he would like cut off like my thigh meat and that kind of reminded me of how he always bites my thigh. And then he told me like he would like to sear it and like put it with soy sauce. And it was just such a vivid detail. It just seemed like he had really thought it out before. You know what I mean? And he just kept going on and on. And then that's when I just kind of got creeped out. And then I was trying to keep my calm, you know. And um, the next morning I left and then I just kind of told my close friend everything that was going on. 
and she like was kind of shocked because like I hadn't told her any of this stuff before um, that was going on or whatever. And yeah, I kind of ended up just ghosting him. And now I see his face all the time at pharmacy, I mean, not pharmacy school, medical school. And it's just kind of, kind of strange, you know? When he was telling you that he wanted to eat you, how did you respond to him? At first, you know, being so drunk, I was just kind of laughing it off, like, (laughs) like, just kind of like a nervous giggle. Um... And I just was kind of giving him this confused look. So he kind of kept elaborating to me. I didn't really know how to respond to that. And to be honest, I was kind of out of it being so like drunk. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really say anything. And the kind of the crazy thing is, is what kind of makes this like theory, I guess, valid to me is he kind of never like, like he doesn't talk to me at all he doesn't talk to our friend group at all anymore like he just kind of like I think he's afraid that like I'm gonna tell people because like if he was joking and being funny about it go ahead go ahead so you had this night with him where he told you he was going to eat you and about how long had you been dating him up until that point three months we were together for about three months you were together for three months, and you said that after that night, you just ghosted him. You, you didn't have any sort of uh, 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 convert. You have, when's the last time you had any sort of contact with this person? Um, well, we don't really, probably, like, um, well, I say hi, hello, because, like, we're both, like, in medical school together, and our class is small. So okay, I've so, 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 like so. So this is a person that you still interact with pretty regularly yeah. in your classes. Yeah, but he's kind of like um, isolated himself from our entire like friend group. Only one of my friends knows this story and no one else does, to my knowledge at least. What did your friend and, uh, tell you to do in response to this? She was, okay, like I said, all these people that go to my school, like they're very like, I don't know. Very like judgmental have, about like, cannibalism. Yeah. Not as open-minded. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really necessarily agree with cannibalism myself. But, sure. I mean, besides besides that, I, I would just take. say they're very, like, conservative. Yeah. Um, uh, what did, you, you, what know, did your friend say when you like, told her that? Um, basically, just, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. Like, you gotta break up with him. Like, she was really worried for me. Um... So, you know, I was worried, too, I guess, seeing how worried she was. So I just followed in that suit, I guess. And Yeah, I think um, I think that there is 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 for sure a reason to worry if uh, a man is is uh, drinking your blood and telling you he wants to eat you. I think that that is a good situation to get out of. Um, I'm glad to hear it doesn't sound to me like this guy has reached out to you since he's not like stalking you he's not texting you a bunch he's not trying to find you he's not looking for any sort of closure about the three months you just simply i I, i'm very very confused at how this whole thing ended because you're still seeing him day to day but and he hasn't like followed up with you he hasn't been like Hey, uh, uh, let me, let's, let's see each other. He hasn't been trying to contact you. No, I mean, he's given me like stolen glances across like the room and stuff like that. I mean, I've even tried to talk to his best friend who's like within our friend group about it. And he isn't even talking to him at all. So it's like really strange. Like, I guess we both kind of ghosted each other in a sense. Sure. Like he kind of like, I like really broke it off like really quick because I was scared in the moment and I really didn't want to address the topic because I was kind of afraid to like know the truth I guess and then he I guess like I don't know like he just hasn't talked to me at all since so it's just kind of awkward between both of us and I'm I guess I'm wondering like if I should like reach out to him to get that closure but I'm I'm also a little bit like scared to do so yeah I don't think you need to reach back out to him um I'm just glad to hear that he, I mean, how long has it been since you uh, 
since he told you he, he wanted to eat you? This was like over Thanksgiving break this like past year. Oh, this was so a while ago. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so this was a long time. All right, all right, all right. So this was a long time ago. <laughs> and in these past seven months, he has not tried to contact you, tried to uh, say anything to you, anything like that. No, but it's still super awkward, okay. him being like a few rows I would, I would, what's your, what's your, Shay, I would let this go. Um, okay. I don't think you should, I, I don't, I have no fucking idea what's up with this guy. You have no fucking idea. Nobody has any idea what's up with this guy. Um, as long as he's not um, trying to continue to talk to you or, like, you know, uh, uh, be involved with you, I think you just let this let this go. Okay. Well, I- I'm glad that I'm kind of steering myself in the right direction. So Good. I appreciate it. For sure. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer, Shay? No, but I really love your show. I think you're doing an awesome job. And Gek forever, man. Thank Just you, Shay. Keep Shay. on Have doing this, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you too, man. Bye. Gek Silver! Okay, let's see. What do you do when a person says that they want to eat you? That is a weird situation. Because on one hand, if a person says that they want to eat you... Um, and she's over, she's over here like, is he joking? Is he like, what the fuck? I'm over here like, is he joking? Is he like, what the fuck? So I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Uh, I'm glad you share that with us. Uh, this is a, one of those calls. Uh, when I get a lot of these calls, uh, again, this show is not about giving advice. This show is about being a gecko and talking to people on the phone. Um, I have no idea what the fuck to do. Um, that's a crazy situation. I'm glad that it's been seven months. Although, what I'm a little scared of is, is it possible that he fucking found some other girl to drink her blood? And that's why he's not talking to Shay anymore. Um, But I don't know. I don't know if Shay needs to get all involved in this. Um, And you know what? Before we move on, I don't take a lot of stands on this show. You know, I don't talk a lot about the issues. I try to just, you know, be a gecko and kind of hang out. Um, But I'm going to take a stand on this one. I'm going to say right here, right now, I do not support eating other people. Pigs, cows, chickens, eat the fuck out of those things. But not people. Someone said, what if it's consensual cannibalism? I don't know. I believe, and I think most people believe this, that um, you should be able to do, you should be able to do whatever you want in life as long as you're not hurting other people. So if two adults make the conscious decision with their bodies, with their souls, of sound mind to eat each other, Man, we live in a world with so many questions. Let's talk to some people on the phone. Hello? Gek? Hi, is this Andy? It is. What's up, Gek? Not much. What's going on with you, Andy? Not much, dude. All right. So so listen, I uh, <laughs> me, me and this girl broke up like five, six months ago, right? Yep. And we... We stayed friends for the majority of that, and then maybe a week ago, she messages me, tells me she wants to go no contact. She needs time to heal, needs me to, like, be her ex for a minute. Like, okay, cool, yeah, that's fine. Solid communication. Uh Uh-huh. Right. And two days after that, she shows up to my house unannounced to hang out with my grandmother while I'm not home. 
that's, that's weird, right? She came to your house to hang out with your grandmother while you were not home. Mm-hmm. Like, she gave her a birthday card and, like, whatever, that's nice. But she wasn't that close with my grandma to begin with, so, like, what... I'm trying to understand the logic behind it, if there's any. She wasn't that close with your with uh, your grandma to begin with. No, like they talked on the phone sometimes. She maybe accompanied me there twice for the year we were together. Why do you think she is continuing this relationship with your grandma? Personally, I think it's to get under my skin, but it's, it's a weird situation. Like, And what, what was she going to do if I had been home? Have you talked to your grandma about this and that it's bothering you? Um, yeah, I tried to. Um, my grandma is a sweet little old Christian lady. Like she, uh, She is the gem of this earth. So she's not, like, slighted about it. And I tried to tell her, I'm like, look, she, I, I, I don't want her around. I, I'd rather you didn't talk to her. I don't want her to have access to my life. And she's like, well, I'm going to still talk to her. So, I don't know. It's weird. It puts me in a weird spot. And have you talked to your ex about this? Yeah, and she gaslit me into thinking I was absolutely crazy for being bothered by it told me she was going to do whatever the fuck she wanted to go cry about it. And then I was like, okay, well, stay away from me and my family. Like, you crossed the boundary. I'm not cool with it. Like, I'm I'm just cutting ties. And when we ended the phone call, she said, okay, well, when I'm on the verge of suicide, I'm not going to call you. <laughs> okay, call a hotline. Like, what? Don't call me. Andy, um... Does your grandmother live with you? Yeah. Yeah, I currently live with my grandmother. Okay, so you live with your grandmother? Yeah. Yeah, and you're 25. Yes. Um, <laughs> we broke up right before we were supposed to renew our lease, and okay. I didn't have any other plans. Oh, yeah, no, no, no judgment. I'm trying to figure out your situation there, because clearly the next step is uh, to, to move out of your grandma's house. Oh, for sure. Um, what is your plan to do that? Uh, I'm looking at like little one bedrooms. Um, thing is, I have a pit bull, and some places are like really restrictive on breeds. Um, it's in the works. It's just a matter of getting everything kind of set in motion. Yeah, I think you should move out of your grandma's house. Um, as far as what to do in the meantime. You might have to just deal with it in the meantime, because if you talk to your ex and she's not receptive to your uh, feelings about how it's a boundary crosser, and you've talked to your grandma and she's not receptive about your feelings about how it's a uh, boundary crosser, then the next move is to go, well, guys, have fun together. I'm going to go have absolutely nothing to do with this. Right, just kind of removing from the situation altogether. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like you are on the trajectory towards moving out. And in the meantime, you might just have to fucking deal with it if you've already expressed to both of these parties that it's not cool and neither of them have been receptive to that. Right. I just, I think it's just weird. Like, I, I've never broken up with someone and then went to go hang out with their family. Like, weird. Would you if, like, their grandma was really cool? Maybe, but, like, I would want to have, like, express consent from my ex to do so. Just yeah. because I, I see it as, like, a hard boundary. Like, that's when you break up with someone, you break up with their family. Like... Mm -hmm. Well, this is hard because um, 
you can express your feelings to both your ex and to your grandma, and then after that, they're going to do what they're going to do. You can't control the behavior of your grandmother or of your ex, um, but you can move out and uh, cut contact with both of them to the degree that you need to and sort of remove yourself from the situation and be like, all right, you guys have fun. I will be way over there. Right. What is your name again? Andy. Andy. Well, Andy, you're not crazy. Uh, I'm sorry that this person is making you feel like you are. Uh, And I hope that you are successful in moving out of there soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, Gek. Of course, man. You have a good night. You too. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that is a boundary crosser. And I think what's worse is that, you know, every time, every single call, I, I always am like, well, okay, did you tell this person this thing that you're saying about them? And he did. And both of them were not receptive to it. So at that point, he's just got to get out of there. I don't think he can control what his grandmother does. Um, but I do think that if it's making him uncomfortable, uh, that his grandma is keeping in touch with his ex-girlfriend, uh, he's expressed that to her. His grandma does not care. I think, I think he does need to throw up his hands and go, well, I'm not in control of what my ex-girlfriend does. I'm not in control of what my grandma does, but I am in control of how close I want to be to that shit. And, uh, I'm going to choose to be far from it. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing good. Uh, Is this Dan? Yes, it is. What's going on, Dan? Uh, not much. I um, I was calling the show. I told you I was calling about right. Uh, say that one more time, man. The Katie obviously told you what I was calling about, right? Well, enough about that. Let you know we're we're here together, you and me. What are you calling about? So, I've been having this issue lately with my sexuality, but okay. so I've been in a relationship for about uh like six or seven years now. With a girl, and um, so my coworker, he's a uh, kind of new. He came in uh, during COVID, like a year and a half ago. His mm-hmm. name's Paul. This uh, you know, little Asian guy, and yep. he's a uh, cute as hell. And uh, me and him, you know, we basically not to say we've had sex, but we fooled around a bit a couple times. So yep. my thing is, I'm not really sure what to do at this point because I'm in a serious relationship. So well, trying to get some advice or okay. So you're in a six year you're in a six year relationship. You oh, uh, well, let's just I mean let's just say it. You cheated on your girlfriend. Kinda. Uh, you cheated on your girlfriend. I guess so. Yeah, you could say that. Um, are you now uh, thinking to yourself that you are going to break up with your girlfriend and start dating men? No, it's more of like I don't, I don't know. I was thinking, you think I can get away with just fooling around with my coworker and no one will find out, or I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not comfortable with coming out and you know. Being oh well, you. you're at, you're asking me if I if I think that uh, if I think you can get away with it without anyone finding out. I don't, I don't know to tell you the truth because it's it's a weird situation because I only see him at work. I've never hung out with him socially. It's more of like you know we've been in like the no pun intended, but... Well, okay, well, I, before I don't, I don't want to hear the pun, but the, um... You are asking me if you can get away with it. I mean, I guess. I mean, I mean yeah. in a... You know, in a perfect world, you know? Well, obviously, the answer to that is, you know, you can... You can... Yeah, if you wanted to hide it, sure. But, uh... Are you adverse... To telling your girlfriend what happened. Um, I don't know. I don't know how she would take it. Tell, 
tell you the truth. I mean, if it was with another girl, I mean, I know necessarily. I mean, I guess I, I don't know how she would take it either way. I mean, either way, it's cheating on her. But if I came out and told her it was with a guy, she might she might flip the fuck out. She would. She might flip the fuck out. Yeah. Why do you Just think she like, would flip you know, the fuck out? Early, I don't know, because we've talked about, like, you know, getting married and having kids and shit like that. So uh, okay. now it's like, now all of a sudden I'm having sex with men, you know? Okay. Well, so, uh, if you're having sex with uh, guys outside of your relationship. Well, I'm, I, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, not necessarily sex, but oral sex. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, are you, do you, do you want to get married to this person and have children and whatnot? That's the thing. I thought I did until, until Paul came into my life. Okay. Um, and now no, you're 35 and you're sort of rediscovering that you might be interested in men. Well, I'm sorry. Say that again. I missed that. You're 35 and now you're discovering that you might be interested in men. Well, I mean, it's, it's not the first time that. I've fooled around men before, but okay. in the past, like seven years, I haven't. Okay. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm against being that. It's just more so of like, you know, I'm I'm from that generation of you know I don't want to come out as a homosexual. You know. Okay, so you're just now getting to a point where you would be comfortable coming out as homosexual. I, I don't know. It's it's more so along the lines of like, what should I tell Paul? my co-worker because he knows I'm in a relationship and he really likes me and I, I mean not to you know not to give too many details but he's a he's a little cutie guy I'm not gonna lie okay um let me think about this for like a second what is important to you right it's like, now you know, in he your had, life um I don't know have having fun I guess Really? I mean, I know, I know where you're getting at with that question, but I'm not. I'm not getting at anything. I'm, I'm trying to get at the truth. What is, what do you, what is important to you? So basically, I mean, I don't know what's really important to me. I mean, besides my family, I mean, my girlfriend is important to me. I love her, but I know this new, uh, this newfound love that I'm having with uh, Paul. Basically, I don't know. I, I really care about him too, so he's important to me as well. Well, because here's the thing. Okay, if your relationship with your girlfriend, if you're if you're gonna be in a uh, monogamous relationship with a person, uh, if you make yep. that decision that that's what you want to do, um, you know, you got to sacrifice fucking hooking up with other people if you make the decision to be in a monogamous relationship. And you know, man, if you um, you know, because as you said, you uh, when you were a little bit younger. Sounds like you were less comfortable with your sexuality, but now you're getting more comfortable with it. And if you make the decision that you are like, okay, I actually don't want to be with my girlfriend anymore. I want to start trying to date men. Yep. Um, you know, you're you're a person of your own agency. You should be able to do that. But what 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 is not fair to her is if you do that behind her back. So if that's what you decide you want to do, I think it's okay well, to can uh, I, um, make can different I, calls in life. Can I cut you off real quick? Sure. Not to uh, just cut you off. Just just so you know, a few years back, she did cheat on me, and I forgave her for it. Okay. So now that, not to say that that's why I'm doing this. It's just again, someone came into my life, whatever. But I mean, that's another thing too. So I think she would take it like that. If I said, "Hey, now I'm having sex with Paul," like she'd be like, "Oh shit." Like he did it because I, you know, I cheated on her, which I, she believes I forgave her for it, but I did. So I don't know if that's like subconsciously. I'm like, Dan, oh man, Dan, maybe I didn't forgive her. Dan, you Dan, do you, Dan, do you love this person? Uh, Paul? Uh, your girlfriend. Or my girlfriend. Uh, I do. I do love her, yeah. Okay, do you feel like she loves you? Um, I don't know. I, I think so. I mean, we talk, like I said, we talk about having a, getting married you know we basically talk about having kids but i, I don't know maybe i don't know I, I thought she did i think she does i should say because look it could, and, and here's the thing this is this just this doesn't have to be some like crazy catastrophic thing 
just talk to her. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. But... And if you guys really do love each other, talk it out and fucking work it out. You know. Yeah, but and she might. Yeah, but, she might yeah, say. I mean, she might. Not, she might say I'm to you. Scared, dude. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's a scary thing to do. It's a scary thing to have tough conversations with people. It's a scary thing. If I were you, might, I'd be she, scared she too. Might, she might beat me up, dude. I mean, if you knew who she was, she might punch me right in the face. Tell you, Drew. I don't want that. <laughs> Dan. Dan. She might I mean, punch those, you in those, the face. I mean, I'm. I don't know if you've ever been to to Boston, bro, but it's how girls act around here. That's why, uh, that's why I, f- I feel bad for Paul, though, because Paul sees me talking to her and stuff like that, and you know, and he's always like, you know, why don't you have time for me? You know, like why don't we hang out and stuff like that? Like, what should I say to Paul? You don't, don't worry about Paul right now. You got to deal with what's going on with your girlfriend. I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah, you're right, but at the same time, I really like Paul, and I feel like I'm kind of like leading him on as well. Okay. Like he's openly okay. he's openly gay. Dan, Dan, if you if you want to pursue a relationship with Paul, um, again, I I don't think there's anything wrong with calling an audible in your life, um, but it's yep. it wouldn't be fair to your girlfriend to do it behind her back. So you need to talk to her about it. Hmm. You do you think that you think that she would uh, she would think that I cheated on her because of what happened before? I have absolutely no idea what she would think, and I think that it it would be stupid of us to sit here and speculate about it. And I think that if you really want to yep. find out the answer to that question, you should go find out the answer to that question. Oh, that's hard, though. I know it is hard. But so if I if I do do that, yeah, then I'm, I mean I'm basically uprooting my life, everything I've known for the past you know, six, seven years. It's true. And, and now what? And now, um, uh, you would be, yes, you would be uprooting your life. You would then be a 35 year old single gay man. Hmm. And, and you think I should instantly, like, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Paul wants a relationship at this point. Okay. Like, you uh, think I should just, you know, like, ask if he, you know, wants to start dating? Dan, go talk to your girlfriend about, uh, this situation and then afterwards. You can kind of figure out what you're gonna do uh, with Paul. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. If I, uh, my main thing is like I don't want to blow up that piece if the other piece is gonna work out. Like honestly, I guess I should start off with more of like what should I do with Paul? Because I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm really into Paul. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. This is the last thing I'm gonna say to you. Um, when you say I don't want to blow off that piece in case if the other piece is working out, uh, Dan. You got, Dan. You got one chance to live on the fucking universe. Uh, if you're gonna get yep. married to someone, if you're gonna like, yep. if you're gonna like really be with somebody, and you know this is part mm-hmm. of the reason why I I don't I don't have a lot of I, I haven't had a lot of like uh, monogamous relationships in my life is because it's a big commitment and I you know it's a whole thing it's a thing. Do you think it? It's a it's a thing. You think you're afraid of commitment? To- I'm totally afraid of commitment. You think you? Do- Oh, I thought it might have to do with the fact that you dress up as a gecko. It could be something there too, but but Dan, if you're gonna make that commitment, then, f- then fucking make it or don't make it. What are you What are you doing? Being yeah. like, oh, I, this if this one doesn't work out, I got this one. It's like you don't want to be with a person because a thing with a didn't person, another person didn't work out. It's not a good reason yeah. to be in a relationship, but that's not a good reason to do anything. Yeah, but I mean, like. I mean, I know people who are married and still, like, mess around. I mean, it's just, I mean, I know it sounds stupid because, again, I'm a little bit older where times are changing, but it's just different that I'm, you know, going after a guy. It's not like another girl. If it's another girl, I might might feel different about it. It's just, it's different for me to be going after a guy. And and Paul, I I mean, honestly, I, I hope Paul is listening right now because I love you, Paul. I really do. All right. All right, I'll talk to you later, Dan. All right, later, Gecko Boy. All right, I'm not 100% sure if that was a real person, but it doesn't matter. Um, all right, Dan. Dan is in an interesting predicament here. 
<sighs> Jesus Christ. All right, I don't have anything else to say about Dan. Let's move on. Hello. Hey, the gag. Hi, what's your name? Uh, Jackson. Jackson, what's going on with you? Um, chilling in my car right now. It actually relates to what I called about. Please tell me more. So I don't know where should I start, like. Yesterday, where I like almost crashed at ninety miles an hour, or or what? Did you you tried to say that in like a cool way? No, no. Actually, it was quite terrifying, but no. Let's start from the beginning. Let's just start. We can start. You want to start? Yeah. So, basically, I'm I'm a car dude. I love fast yep. cars. I actually build fast cars for work. And I'm, like, addicted now to weaving in and out of traffic and going, like, every drive I take, I'm, like, 120, like, is average. Okay. I love drifting on the streets. Like, I will take, like, on-ramps, fucking sliding, but, like, it's gotten to the point where, like, it's a problem now because I'm interfering with other people. Yeah. Keep going. So, I mean, like, even, like, after work, I've noticed, like, I drive home from work at, like, the same time, and I take the same highway. It's, like, four lanes. So I'm always fucking... I use... I utilize all lanes. I do use my turn signal, though. So that is good that I let other drivers know, but it's gotten to the point where I I see the same cars, and they instantly get over. Like, they, they instantly move out the way. Because and then just get right back behind me after I pass. I don't know if they're afraid. I think they're like, oh, this car is going to fucking fly past me anyways. Okay, Jackson. Jackson, wait, let's slow down here. Why do you drive like this? I don't really know. I like it. Okay. I don't know. It's like, it's it's average to me now. I don't feel any, like, concern. I'm, like, desensitized to it, I guess. Okay. You, um... You need to stop driving. You can't do this because you're gonna. Because look, like, dude, you know, if you if you do if you do some shit where you know you you uh, are addicted to some reckless behavior that will fuck you up. You know, that's that's one thing. That's not good. But this this is gonna fuck up someone else. Like this is not to be fucked. The car car cars are not to be fucked around with. You know, this is not yeah. cool because you could just fuck someone else's thing up. It's just not cool to do. It's one of those things that just makes me like, it's just so dumb, Jackson. Don't do this. Yeah. Don't, don't stop. Give your keys to your mom or something until you can like figure this out, man. Cause this is not cool for you. It's not cool for anybody. Mm-hmm. I've also noticed it like depends on the music I'm listening to as well. Okay, Jack. No, don't so blame like, it on the I music. Like, no, Jack. No, Jackson. No, I'm not don't blame it, it on the music, music dude. I'm, saying it, I'm not trying to blame it on the music. I'm trying to say like it definitely increases my thought to because like I can drive normal. It's just like I will. Okay, get if you can, if you Jackson, if you can drive normal, Jackson, if you can drive normal, drive normal. Yeah, this is not cool. Yeah. Like, man, if you're telling me that you're like, you know, into into gambling or drugs or any other sort of like process addiction or something, then you know, go go get help, you know, because that, that'll fuck you up. This will fuck other people up too, you know. Mm-hmm. Go go if you do if you do you genuinely feel like you have like a process addiction and you need help. Yeah, but like, here's okay. the, I don't. Like, what time? Mm, what's the thing? I like it. I enjoy it, okay. but like at the same time, I don't try and put people at too much of risk. No, you. But d- Jackson, others, they definitely tell me that I do. Yeah, Jackson, if you're driving 120 miles an hour, you're putting other people at risk. You, you, you need to. If you feel like you have some sort of like, I don't know, man. I don't know what's up with you. I don't know why you're addicted to danger. 
but you and look man you're you're a self-aware person you know this about yourself because a lot of people mm -hmm. there's people on the road who are doing this who aren't like doing what you're doing right now where they're going like huh this might be a problem i need to figure this out they're just you know have a death wish and going hail mary you know i'm glad that you're self-aware enough to know that this is a problem but now that you're aware you don't you fucking gotta handle this don't fucking drive like that yeah the problem it's is like cool at all it's so fucking hard like it, why, honestly, why is like, it hard jackson it's so easy and at least in my car it is fucking you barely blip the throttle and you're already fucking at 100 jackson call it jackson call your dad tell him to take your fucking keys away until you can figure this out. Yeah, I need them for. I need to get to work though. That's the thing. I work. Okay, if you need to get to work, dude, day. drive north. Jackson, Jackson, do you, Jackson, do you have a real therapist? No, my mom's actually a therapist though. Your mom's a therapist. Okay, have you told your mom about yeah, all this? But she, well, she knows a little bit, but like, I'm afraid she fucking flip the fuck out if like I showed her videos and shit okay and, like, Jackson you can't her, like, keep Jackson, Jackson you can't keep driving about you you need to figure out some solutions to this I don't know like I'm not gonna see I, I you know everything there's there's, uh, there's process addictions there you like you might have some sort of like weird adrenaline addiction or uh, uh, something going on with yourself that you need to take care of and like I said, I think it's good that you're self-aware about it, because that's the step one. But now you need to fix it, okay? And until you fix mm -hmm. it, you don't... Until you fix it, don't fucking drive. Yeah. Fuck, man. Cars are my goddamn life. It's okay. It's okay to like cars. It's okay to be into cars. It's okay to be into motors and stuff. But when you get on the road and you're with other people, you can't drive like an asshole and get a bunch of people yeah. killed cars are fucked up I, I you know cars you're like i'm the reason i'm i don't know i i feel like i i feel like I'm, i feel like i'm not normally this aggressive with people on the phone but i fucking hate cars so much because <laughs> they're just they're just i look i look at them the same way a lot of people probably look at guns or something like they're just you know death traps you know, and like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, you know, uh, I'm not trying to be too aggressive here with you, man, because like I'm telling you, you're self-aware about this. Um, so go try to figure this out. Talk to your mom. Talk to your parents. Talk to whoever you need to talk to. But I'm telling you, Jackson, don't, don't, don't keep fucking driving like this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you going to talk to your mom? To be honest, probably not. Are you going to keep out. fucking driving like that? I think I'm going to take a step in the right direction and try and drive normal, at least okay. when there's other people around. But... There's no guarantees when there's a wide open road. That's just fucking give her hell. All right. Well, Jackson, listen, I'm going to uh, I I hope that you make the right decision because if you don't, you're going to kill someone. Or you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. So go, I'm telling you I'll right now, you. I think. You, OK, go talk to your mom. I can't bring myself to do that. So you got I I can bring myself to drive 80 but I can't okay. bring myself to All right, Jackson, you have a problem. You need to talk to you, Jackson, you need to talk to a real therapist. Someone who's talked to someone who's not your mom. Yeah. Okay. Go to um mm -hmm. go to a fucking go to a local college. Go find a a psychology program. Okay, you can get grad students to talk to. You can go to a community center. 
I don't know if you have insurance, but you can get a therapist with insurance. But you need to talk to someone, and I don't don't fucking drive like crazy on the road, Jackson. Don't do that. Yeah, you're right. Okay, all right, Jackson. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, but please go try to find some help, man. Thank you. Of course. Have a good night. You too. Dude, Jesus Christ. Jackson. I hope you find some help. I don't know. I'm not an addiction specialist. I don't know what's going on in his brain. Where he has some sort of like process addiction toward driving or recklessness. But he, he and like I meant what I said to him over and over again about how he's self-aware that it's a problem, which is step one. Right? Because like I said, there's people out there going insane that have no idea that they're, you know, have a problem. Jackson knows he has a problem and he needs to, he needs to fix it. And he needs to keep his keys in a lockbox until he does. And I hope he does. And uh, it sucks that he feels like he has nowhere to turn for it. But Jackson, if you're listening to this, go find some help and stay off the road. The people who listen to this, they know I don't normally talk. I don't normally react to callers like that. But I was just like, fuck. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, what's your name? Liam? Liam. Liam, how can I get you today? So, so I have a kind of kind of weird issue. I feel like I need to to reverse come out to my parents um, and like family and friends and stuff. Like I came out as gay when I was 13 years old, and you know back in the day I was I was pretty convinced that that was the case. Uh, for for a while I was just super into uh, guys. Even as a child I was just really not into women at all. Uh, but over the last, I would say, year, I'm 21 now, um, I'd say over the last year or so, I've definitely had more of an interest in ladies. Like, it's it's no longer not an option, if that makes sense. Interesting. Interesting. I've ne- Interesting. I don't think I've heard of this before. Or I'm, I'm sure it happens all the time, but I've never talked to somebody who's who's had to reverse come out. You know, it, it, it's it's a weird problem. And while my family was very accepting when I came out as gay, you know, they were all cool with it. We have other gay people in our family. Um, my sister's actually engaged to a lady, which is pretty cool. Uh, but it, it, it just, I feel like, because I got bullied super hard when I came out, and there was a whole thing with it. And I, you know, my friends all abandoned me, and my family was very supportive then, and did a lot of extra stuff for me that I feel like they wouldn't have done if that wasn't the case. And I feel like if I tell them now, they're going to think I did all that for attention or something and just be really upset with me. Um, you're afraid that if you tell your parents that you are not gay, they're going to think that you are doing this for attention. Yeah, or that I was at least, or maybe still am. I don't know. But it's not that I'm not gay either. Like, I still definitely like dudes, and I probably would lean towards that direction. Okay. But I mean, it sounds like, are you are you bisexual? I, I would say so. I, okay. Yeah. Well, by the way, by the way, none of this, this what, what, what you, finding, finding some kind of label for what you are is, is irrelevant to, um, yeah. I think this issue that you're describing. It's, it's irrelevant because, um, your your parents what 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 about your relationship with your parents or what you know about your parents makes you think that they will believe that you are doing this for attention uh i mean it's just i i haven't had a lot of problems in my life i guess and like my sisters all have and they all have done stuff like that as a as a means to gain attention or favor or whatever the fuck you know and I don't I don't want them to think that I'm also doing that. 
because well, you know they. I, I saw how they reacted with my sisters, and they were not very. They're not very happy about it. You know, Liam. I know it's important for you to have a good relationship with your parents, but um, wh- if whether or not your parents believe that, uh, you know, your um, explorations in your sexuality are uh, a call for attention or not, it's like who gives a shit what they think about, you know, your sexuality, like. Does it does it really matter if whether or not they believe you're doing it for attention? If you yeah, know what's a, going on with you because you are yourself. That's a that's a fair point. Um, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> you, you bring up a very good point, Gecko. Um, They just, I, I don't want them to be mad at me or upset with me. And, uh, you know, I don't want it to change things in, in a way because I feel like I have a pretty good relationship. And if if they think I was doing so, I don't, I don't want them to start treating me different either. Okay. Even if it, even, even if it's not just that they're upset at me, just I don't want things to, to change because... Even when okay. it came out as gay, everything, it was a big change for everything, and they started treating me differently, and I got used to it after a few years, but, like, I don't want that to happen again. Okay. I think uh, I think a couple of things. I think, one, everything you just told me, you know, about how you don't want to be treated any differently, about how, you know, when you came out as gay the first time, you felt like you were treated differently. Everything you just told me, you should tell your parents. You should let them know. I don't want to be treated differently. Uh, I felt like I've been treated differently in the past because uh, I don't. They might not know. They might. They might be treating you differently and thinking that they're doing a good thing by doing that. You know. Uh, so they might have no fucking idea that they're doing something that's upsetting you. So it's good that you're going to tell them that they are doing something that's upsetting you. Um, and then two, um, the people who are in your life the people that you choose to let be in your life, um, your your sexuality should really not have anything to do with your relationship with them. Like, they shouldn't be, like, treating you differently or thinking anything of you because of this, like, one particular aspect of your life. It should kind of be irrelevant to the majority of your friendships and with your family. You know, um, yeah, because what the fuck does any of that have anything to do with, you know, your relationship with your parents? Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. And I feel like I understand that. And I feel like they should understand that. And they just maybe they don't. I don't know. They're not even like super old either. Like they're pretty with the times, if you know what I'm saying. But Sure. They just—they're a weird in between, mm-hmm. where I feel like they're kind of just from the don't don't talk about it generation, where it's like it's fine, just don't tell anyone and don't say anything ever. Sure, sure. Um, are you gonna are you going to tell them um, that you are, as you say, reverse coming out? I. I really feel like I should, because, you know, I, I feel like that makes, it takes a lot of weight off of my shoulders as of, like, who I can bring around the house and, like, who I can actually start talking to in a in a romantic sense. Uh, but uh, I just, it's a weird conversation, and I wasn't even sure how to do it initially. Um, it actually ended up, because I got super bullied at school for it, I got a call home that they were saying I was being bullied from the, you know, the school counselor. Uh, and then they asked me why, and they kept pushing the problem until I told them. So they kind of forced my hand the first time. I, I don't know how to how to go about that conversation. Like, do I just bring it up or should I like wait for them to ask? 
But you 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 talk. We I feel like on this phone call we got a few things out of you, um, that are important. We know that you don't want to be treated any differently. And um, fuck, what's the other thing? You just said it just now. Oh, we know that. We know that. And because you just said it just now, we know that you telling them would be a weight off of your shoulders. That's what you just said. Is that true? Yeah, I, I think so. Okay, if you telling them would be a weight off your shoulders, then yeah, I think you should bring it up. Um, as far as how to bring it up, well, we know a couple critical parts. We know a couple critical things to include in the conversation, which is uh, what you just said just now. I don't want to be. This is what's going on. Listen, there's not a. I'm still figuring it out. I'm not labeling myself. I'm just, you know, I'm a young guy. I'm getting out there. I'm figuring myself out here. Okay. Uh, I don't want to be treated any differently. Just giving you a little update on what's going on with my life, Ma. That's it. That's all it is. Doesn't have to be a big deal. Just thought I'd let you know. You know, uh, I feel like knowing my mom, she would probably just, she would respond really well to something like that. Cool. And it's just, I don't know why I wouldn't just do it on my own. <laughs> you know, and this is something I have talked to a real therapist about before. Oh, yeah? What did and they tell you? They, I mean, essentially the same thing, but in a less helpful manner they were like i oh, oh shit so i just dropped a bunch of stuff <laughs> fuck um they uh they were just kind of like i don't understand why you wouldn't just tell your parents about this sort of way and i didn't i didn't respond very well to that it, it sounded more like they were arguing with me than trying to help me i didn't really like that Well, like I said, I mean, I think this is sort of my final position on it is, is you know what you want, which is to not be treated differently and to let them know what's going on. That's what you've expressed to me in this call. So I, I, I would hope that you have at least a little bit more of a game plan going into this than you did before, if only because you know what you want the end result to be. Is that is that accurate? Then let me put words in your mouth. Uh, yes, I would I would say that's fairly accurate. Okay, so go forth. It's a pretty good. Say what you need to say to your parents, and um, I, I I hope it is true that it takes the weight off your shoulders. Um, and also, look at the end of the day, it's like you can love your mom, you can love your dad, and. Uh, still maintain that what they think about you and uh, your sexuality and really any aspect of your life is kind of none of their business. That's all right. I think I can, I think I can roll with that. Okay, good. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go, Liam? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, I learned a lot from this call. Uh, Good. This is my first time calling in, and I'm kind of amazed that I got on. So thank you, Gek, and good luck to future callers. Thank you for calling, Liam. Have a great night, Gecko. Hmm. See, this these these are interesting phone calls because um, I'm I'm trying to keep in mind like it's easy. To say to someone like Liam, or really a lot of people who call in with like, I have some sort of thing going on that I don't know how my parents will feel about. It's like easier to say, well, uh, your parents, you you know, what they think about your life is irrelevant. They're not you. You have to go live your own life. Um, but I'm also keeping in mind that people have these complex relationships with their parents uh, and that's an important relationship, the one you have with your parents. So they're, they're not as easy to uh, maneuver as just saying, well, who cares what they think? Um, but who cares what they think? 
You know? They're your mom. They're your dad. You love them. They love you. They have their own life. You have your life. Do your thing. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. 